Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Welcome to another episode here at Nerd Herder. I am J-Dub. And I am Boop. It is Boop. Hello. Me Grimlock. <laughs> Me Rage Shirt. Yes. Special, special guest appearance by Grimlock. <laughs> I am so happy with this shirt. Aww. Like, it was just like a random uh, present, I'll say, yeah. from my partner. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, this shirt. <laughs> This shirt is, is perfect. amazing. I, I uh, you have recently gotten into Transformers. Yes, I have um, specifically the Dinobots. Yes, mostly. You have your very specific. As with everything, it, it takes the right thing to get you in. But once you're in, you're in. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I've been trying to find you some Dinobot stuff. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Howdy, if you're tuning howdy, howdy. in live. Um, and yeah, so I've been religiously checking. Uh, major retailers for for grimlock the the king of the dinobots i would do an impression but i've met the man who does it and i would embarrass myself greatly (laughs) greg Berger is an amazing man and i will not step on his legacy uh but uh yes king dino himself grimlock can i get a krang impression if you're not going to do a grimlock uh i was i always mess krang bring me those turtles I never know if to breathe in that or was out. Very good. I love uh, you so much. I'm no right Aaron now. Hansen, but I try. Anyway, uh, so no, no luck with Grimlock. If you no, see a, a random dino in the streets, let me know. Holler at your boy. Uh, but as a consolation prize, you got you got a shirt out I of it. I did get a so, shirt out of it. It's a great shirt. There you go. Uh, that's the story. That's what's up with Nerd Herder lately. Grimlock. <laughs> you know. Soundwave superior. Um, Grimlock. I will say superior. Grimlock's cousins. Have the most metal names of most Transformers. Bruh. Doomlock. Doomlock. <laughs> Cruel Lock. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Those are metal bands in the making. Uh, and they're and they're designed after Godzilla. So win-win. Uh, but this isn't a Transformers podcast. It's not. <laughs> I don't I, you know, we we always set out with intention and you know, then <sighs> stuff happens. Hey, but uh, the road to Transformers is paved with Grumlock and good intentions. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, th- we're on the road to Star Wars tonight because uh, we are returning to Star Wars chatter uh, for tonight's episode. We Indeed. had a great time last week talking about Thor uh, with our buddy <laughs> Charlie. Now we're Thor and very sleepy. <laughs> Thor and sleepy. Uh, yeah. So but uh, getting back to Star Wars. Um, and so we reached into our bucket of wonderful uh, and colorful guests uh, in order to bring you the bestest and uh, goodestest yep. and chillestest content. And so excited for that. But uh, as always, housekeeping, um, as you're checking this out on YouTube, but also in the description uh, of every major podcast place uh, that you can find this. Of course, there's fundraisers in the description that are uh, important. Uh, the world is falling apart and Star Wars fans rush to aid. And sadly, in this world, money moves mountains. And so you can donate to fundraisers that uh, go to support uh, LGBTQ plus folks that are affected negatively uh, just because of who they choose to be, uh, particularly out in Texas. 
uh, where legislation is actively trying to take away human rights, yes. um, as well Trans as uh, support and health care for those uh, with uteruses, uh, because apparently the government wants to tell those folks what to do with their body as well. Yes. So uh, money moves mountains. You can move those mountains as well uh, with a do plant your seed in the, in the links below. Uh, faith is a mustard seed televangelist there you go. breath of god and, do all of that and 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 one more and one more what september 17th do not forget potathon 2022 yes mark your freaking calendars baby because our boy alden diaz is interviewing ryan johnson yes so uh which again star wars fans doing the lord's work you know the holy the lord uh obi-wan jesus's work uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, everything for Potathon is going to support a great cause. Um, and at the very least, you get a great episode uh, mm -hmm. from Alden, who produces uh, amazing stuff. If you if yeah. you want to listen to a, a professional interviewer. Dang, uh, it's so professional. Make wonderful content. Uh, Octo Radio is the place for you. Or Casterly Talk, if you're into GOT, a.k.a. Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> Really talk. Um, where uh, Alden and one of my pod heroes, Ken Knapsack, talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, dragons and stuff. And Pedro Pascal. I don't know Game of Thrones I, if it's not clear. That's fine. I anyway, stopped watching in the fourth season. Uh, but on to our show, where we are not professionals. Never been a professional <laughs> in my life. If you think that, go listen to any of our other weird space friends and, and recognize that. But it's okay. We're... we're we never claim to be professional. We are who we are. We are nerd herder and wacky and crazy. Uh, and we blow our budget on great guests. True. And we... we fished around in the garbage can <laughs> and we found a toddler. <laughs> okay, well, since you brought up Eli, because I won't let you talk that way about Michael. But uh, yes, we found a toddler in the trash and he is here. What's up, Prom Night Dumpster <laughs> Baby? What's going on, everybody? No, I'm, I'm glad to be back uh, and so soon. And uh, I'm not sure if... if uh, like, I know we're calling it favorite background characters, but I've had this thing in my mind for a few um, hours before this where I'm like, I'm going to sl slip up and say Glupshido sometime. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, I, so so for, for our listeners, and we've been preparing our listeners for this the last couple yes. of episodes as well. We're not saying uh, that word. Well, we are. But like, no, well, no, not really. It's a name. It's a, it's a category. If you like a character obsessively that is not the main character of whatever media. That is what we call a glup shitto. Right? Exactly. Urban it's dictionary. A ridiculous character who is not the main character but has stolen your heart. Exactly. Uh, yep. And that's that's what this episode is all about, is is the glup shittos of the Star Wars galaxy. It's, uh, and so it originates from a Tumblr post. It, um, a very funny Tumblr post. Yeah. Shout out in the chat to our latest patron, yes. uh, Brennan. Brennan Marr, up, Brennan? Uh, the mystical Brennan Marr. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. Uh, and yes, make a wish, important work. Um, very, very I, I love so much that Star Wars fans uh, have come together and decided, you know, like things suck, but we can do something about it and, and finding ways to do that. That's just so awesome and inspiring. And so, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you are awesome, Brennan. Thank you for making questionable financial decisions and supporting us right? in our podcast. Speaking of questionable decisions, my friend and buddy, Michael, What's has up? joined us What's tonight. <laughs> Thank you for lowering your standards, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Glad uh, to be here. Yeah, first timer, even. Yes. 
Yes, finally yeah. making it happen. Been talking about this for a while. Yes. Uh, for those that don't know, or well, if you want to plug, do you want to plug your podcast? Go ahead and up front tell them where they can find uh, you making much better content than we'll make tonight. But uh, I doubt no. that. But um, <laughs> you know, my podcast is Soaring with the Disney Dog. Uh, me and my girlfriend Kim, we do that. Um, it's you know, we talk Disney and we try not to pull punches. I mean, you know, it, not everything's you know. Uh, cherries and rainbows or sprinkles and rainbows whatever they you know we were just talking about it just some of the things you know so but yeah uh, soaring, did, soaring with the disney dog uh you can find it on any of the uh where you can find your podcast yeah good stuff um i like i like because you come with quite a history <laughs> of disney as well so you it, and it's not just like with like with me i would say i'm a big disney media fan like, I love the movies. I love the shows. I love the, the stuff they produced. Mm -hmm. And recently, because um, it was only four, four or five years ago that I went to Disney for the first time. That's true. So, I mean, fairly recently where it's like, oh, and the parks. Um, but, I mean, you, you yeah. Disney's a whole thing for you uh, yeah. and Kim. And so it gets into... Uh, the company and all that other stuff. You, you you have quite an eye on all that stuff. It's really cool, really interesting. Uh, so yeah, soaring with the Disney dog, which is yes, a reference to exactly what you think it is. The best ride uh, at Disney. <laughs> that's the truth right there. For oh, man, that smells incredible. It's that and Carousel of Progress are like my all right. Because this... you like to take a nap. Well, okay, you know, you do you, I do me. Okay, when I'm Disney gets a stressful, you know what? <laughs> I need a place to chill. Let's podcast. <laughs> now, now, see, you say that, but last night we actually sat and watched YouTube and watched a the one of the four K uh, people, and they did Carousel of Progress, the whole thing, and we sat there and watched it in the comfort I, of our living I love that they're doing those and, and less popular. Like I really like the ones they do for the rides. Like I like seeing, uh, you know, the different roller coasters or different rides. Mm -hmm. And it's just like feeling the atmosphere there yeah. uh, is really nice. I keep saying they need to do um, Star Wars Soren. Uh, they did the, the Star Wars biomes on Disney Plus. I I've yeah. put that on there in the background so many times, but it's so short. It's so brief. Yeah. I was like, man, if I could. We smell smell indoor, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't want to exactly. smell a bantha, but like, <laughs> like a bantha. <laughs> oh, podcast! <laughs> oh, podcast! Oh, podcast! Yes, uh, if if you haven't been paying attention, which I don't blame you, but uh, no, we are here to talk about our favorite background characters because yes, we are. in Star Wars, there's so many characters to love, but not all of them are main characters, and that's okay. You love what you love, and there is no shame mostly, mostly. Uh, here on that. But, uh, yeah, like Star Wars, I, I think, is probably the first property that I really was exposed to. Oh, there are other interesting characters in this story. Mm. I feel like I'd always watched shows or read books where you have your, your gang, you know, you, you have your, your main cast. Everyone else is just very literal background. They don't really play. Uh, but then, like, I, I remember, you know, Star Wars, uh, episode four, uh, the canteen scene is a, a study in how to do interesting background characters. Yep. 100%. And I remember, like, there's a devil man, there's a wolf man, there's a big bug alien, like, there, there's all of these interesting uh, 
aliens introduced in there that effectively get nothing going on, but kind of enraptured me. Uh, and Star Wars has continued that tra tradition all these years later, uh, continuing to give us very interesting background characters. And so we've talked about Jedi. We've talked about Sith, yes. arguably the two main factions of Star Wars. I uh, figured it's time to look beyond the main characters and, and talk about those we love that maybe don't get enough of the limelight or the lemon light. Uh, but we'll give it to them tonight. The Sprite Light. The Sprite Light. Yes. <laughs> sprite Light. Sprite Light. Uh, anyway, so uh, for those listening who uh, maybe haven't checked out uh, our previous uh, rankings of favorites, uh, first of all, shame on you. Go listen to those uh, after this one, of course. But um, for the way this will work, uh, basically, we'll go around. And I realize I changed the order based on how I uh, added in. Yes. Uh, so we'll start with Eli, and then we'll go down to Michael, and then we'll go to Boop, and then to me. We'll share and start with our third. And they don't necessarily have to be in ranked, ranked order, okay? Number one does not have to be your favorite. It's just number one. But it might be your favorite. Who knows? No pressure here. Mine certainly is. Uh, and it will get very confusing very fast if we have favorites that are similar because we'll talk about that uh, as it comes up. Uh, and so, but I, I'm curious, almost playing a game to see if we can actually agree. I don't think, I, well, there's one of mine that I think may come up, but the other two I'm almost certain are not going to come up. Same. Uh, I, so. I do not believe any of mine will come up. I awesome. I'm not sure. I freaking wonder who Eli <laughs> maybe is I did it to just to spite list. you maybe I did it to spite you Eli <laughs> maybe it's quite quite possibly no I have um I have a lot of my thing is I have a lot of different club shit I'm like I I latch on to those background characters I'm like those are cool I like this guy mm -hmm. I like this person what's there like my favorite part about this stuff is like it's often like just another story waiting to happen yeah yeah um, it, it's often to me like, oh, it's it's about the possibility. It's about like, oh, we could get this story with this character. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, well, and and this is very much born out of probably one of the most intriguing characters of his time with Star Wars. Like, you know, you get the likes of Boba Fett, who at, up until a year ago was a background character, fully. Like, yeah. until he got his own show, I would argue tooth and nail that no matter how much I love him, he's a background character. Um, but he's gotten so much development uh, from his own show. And mm -hmm. yeah, the Clone Wars even. But, you know, when you get more than a few cameos in the Clone Wars, then we'll talk about being a, a character character. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of that of just like, I want to know more about him. I, wanna, I want a story about him because clearly he has seen some things. He's done some things. Um, and so I, I'm very much one of those with a lot of mine on my list of like, they're too interesting not to get a story at some point, mm -hmm. right? And and sometimes we end up making up our own, or sometimes legends are told, hint, yeah. hint. But anyway, uh, so uh, yes, we'll we'll start with uh, Eli with your number three. So my number three, um, I I feel I feel kind of good about this one, but I also feel kind of bad about this one. Um, so I only found out this was a as obscure character. As this was um, when uh, I was doing, I was doing a trivia match on In a Galaxy, and poor, poor um, friend of the show Trey, um, 
poor portray got struck st stuck with this question of a character I did not realize was as obscure as it was. And my number three is old Daka from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Really? Oh, wait a minute. I don't pity Trey with that one. <laughs> um, you know who old Daka is? The the Rolodex is spinning. Yeah, she is, she is basically the Yoda it. of the Night Sisters. Oh, um, wait a freaking to, minute! To yes, be fair, I know exactly who you're talking okay, about. Okay, so the Rolodex has stopped. To be fair, all right. From my context, I've rewatched Clone Wars a lot, but it's honestly because I use Night Sisters in Galaxy of Heroes. That's me all too. The that's time. me too. Me too. <laughs> Legitimately, that's why I know. Transaction nerd. <laughs> you know, like literally, that's why I thought she was less obscure is because she gets used. She's a mainstay in Galaxy yeah. Heroes, so like you know. But what was the question? Um, it was uh, it was uh, which Night Sister was voiced by Kathleen Gotti, oh. and the answer was Old Daka. Never would have um, gotten that. I wouldn't have known that either. Only because I, I thought it was Dee Bradley Baker. Now you know why we've never been on a in a galaxy trip. <laughs> because <laughs> we, we don't know something. <laughs> that that one that one again. There were some several other questions in that round that was like. And I looked at it afterwards. I'm like, oh, shoot. E Eli pulls this no is... punches. <laughs> like this, this, these were these were too hard even by my standards. Sure. Um. Uh. But no. But old Daka is frankly fantastic, and that episode massacre is maybe one of my favorite episodes of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Period. Ever. It is like mm. I always think of it, that episode like this. Imagine if you told somebody in 1977 after A New Hope came out. That, you know, years in the future, Star Wars would become an army of witches farting, uh, fighting an army of robots. And that's an entire TV episode. Right. Incredible. It, it is, it is, it makes absolute, like, nobody would have any context at all other than maybe Ventress's lightsabers mm. for this entire episode in 1977. And this is, like, the evolution of what Star Wars has become. Uh, but old Daka is so cool. I, I love like Night Sister magic. I think it's really mm -hmm. interesting. All those usages of the Force that go really deep into what we haven't seen before. Um, For sure. And and I also really just like my favorite part about it is like she clearly the Night Sister zombie spells were working on the droid, and then General Grievous marches in and stabs her. Right. And it, it's, it's all right. over. Right. Like she doesn't even put up much of a fight. Well, she it is old Daka. To yeah, be fair. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now, and I know Mike, you're you're still in your Clone Wars watch through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So don't fear not. No. No. No spoilers here. Well, I mean, oh, she yeah. dies. You Let's, know that much yeah. now. But she's in one episode. She's yeah, in literally one, one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good episode. Too. But but like you said, I mean, you know, the concept alone, out of Star Wars context, you know, uh, robots versus zombies. Like that, if there's not another reason to watch the Clone Wars, you get all kinds of wackadoodle stuff like that all yeah. the time. Um, but I'm with you. I mean, I love, like, I remember back in the day when, like, my favorite trivia thing for um, Night Sisters was that, you know, uh, they were based on some of the concept art for uh, Darth Maul. Yeah. And so it's like that through thread. And, and that's all Night Sisters were for so long. And they have evolved so much thanks to. Uh, it started with Dark Horse comics, but now into the Clone Wars. They're so, so interesting. Um, and like you said, even the, like the implications as well. Like they use the force. They just call it magic. Exactly. That's, that's so interesting. That's yeah. a good one. 
That's a good start, good Eli. Job, good buddy. boy. Good boy. You, you You're going to get a cookie. You don't have to worry about going into the trash anytime soon. Uh, Michael. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like every so often I just have to say, I love you, buddy. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, for, for those without context, uh, Eli is our pickle friend. Uh, which yes. now that I say that sounds inappropriate, he's, but it's he's not. He's the sweet baby boy of our. <laughs> I am what right. they unofficially call the goon son, which I think it's is true. a compliment. <laughs> You've been adopted by so many people. I, I would yeah. only I would say the Ray goon... Skywalker. You, I, I, I constantly <laughs> imagine Eli on a leash, and all of us pickle friends are just holding him back. But um, no, nonetheless, we love Eli. Um, he just lives in the trash. Uh, Michael, <laughs> and is that the same thing as you see, like walking at Disney World or Six Flags, and you got the little kid in the front, and they've got the oh, sure, exactly, exactly. Yeah, ne exactly never, what it is. With the leash on it. Never was the term ankle biter more accurate than when I see a child on a leash. I'm sorry, because <laughs> that, that's yeah, all I see. <laughs> Jump, my son, aim high. Like you don't have to be an ankle biter. Yeah, aim for the knees. Um, Michael, <laughs> finally, no number three. You're number three. Uh, wow. top, top witches, if you can. So I have been going back and forth because I even came to you and said, just making sure how to pronounce um, one of them the other day or yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's why I was like, are we going to actually have a honorable mention type thing? But um, I definitely have a couple, I'll say. If, yeah. if so along the way, if y'all if y'all feel like I've, he, I, I didn't prep an honorable list, mentions because my honorable mentions would probably go on for minutes. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and I, I just I mean the same thing. I could probably come, but I it's like I had like like a three A and a three B type thing, but <laughs> okay. I ended up settling um, between the two. Um, Captain Cardinal. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, like. Uh, Listening to the book Phasma, learning that story, you know, knowing that um, how jealous uh, Cardinal was of Phasma. Originally, it was more like the chosen one, I guess. But, um, you know, when Phasma comes on scene, gets real jealous and takes uh, Vi, you know, um, on the, what was it, the resurgent? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like sort of interrogates her, does all this stuff. Who it, I guess something because Vi ends up being the person that if you go to uh Batu, she's actually there, yeah. Um, so you know, um, and you know, me the color red that's another uh, that's like my favorite color, so not as good as crimson, but it is good, it is good. Oh, uh, what we're not talking about sports. <laughs> I will <laughs> remove just... both of you from the live stream and I didn't... Eli will talk. I didn't say anything. Real tight. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I do want to just interject. I saw Alden was in the chat, um, and yes. he missed Someone. me bullying Trey. So um, he also missed us uh, uh, worshiping the ground he walks on. But it's okay. It's, true. it's okay. Yes, no, it happened. Just like a Friday yes. afternoon. Baby. Alden, I bullied Trey about the old, old Daka thing. I'm just telling you, I did that. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Captain Cardinal. Which Fair also, enough. okay. So Fair I just have to. Before I like give it back to you, Mike, I have to point out the oddity that is a cardinal in the Star Wars universe because that's what that that name introduces. That means there's cardinals. There's hell in Star there's Wars. Cardinals. Right? Like there's the concept of a lot of things. 
So I just wonder, are they like our cardinals or are they like Star Wars cardinals? Are they like little mini pterodactyl cardinals? <laughs> you Probably. know, like I'm just saying, like, it's a cool name, but it, it that's where my brain goes with stuff like, like that. Red it's just like, oh, this character's interesting. They it, look so cool. It's Star sitting Wars. ducks all over again. Exactly. <laughs> There's Star ducks. Wars ducks. There's yeah. rabbits in Star Wars. Like, I, we're not gonna yeah, but anyway, but yes, Captain Cardinal Mike Aminals. <laughs> no, I I'm... just, you know, I just that's one of them I would like to know more of a story about, sure. Um, and, and the more I look on like Wikipedia and stuff, like when I've been like trying to, you know, plan for all this stuff, man, there's just like a wealth of information out there about all these characters, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, but that would be my third, um, instead of the one I told you about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Um, no, but yeah, like it's, it's interesting because not only is he cool in his context, but like now you wonder how did he get there? Right. Like right. We, what we're seeing is the story of Phasma getting where we see her in, uh, the force awakens and everything. But now I'm more interested in where did this red guy come from? Yeah. Um, so, why is he named after a bird? Right. Why is he named after a bird? Did Do a bird kill exist? his mother? Um, but uh, no, I love it. And I love, and it's, it's Captain, Captain Cardinal special to, to you and I, Mike, because um, I remember, so I almost, I, I found him because he was released as an exclusive to Target. Yep. Mm -hmm. I found two of them. And I was so happy because I, I, there was other things I was looking for, but I was like, okay, I know Michael likes this. I like this. I'm going in. And I get to the register and the lady's like, no, we can't sell that right now. They put it out too early. And I'm like, really? Like, but it's out. Like, I have it. I checked it. Let me scan it and everything. And she's like, no, I've got to take it back from you. I'm like, what? I was so hurt. Yeah, um, that's wrong. Yeah. And so, and I'm like, I, this, this close. I came this close, buddy. And then I remember you, you coming in like a week later or something. Uh, and you had one for me. And I was just like, oh, yes. My collection is now complete. So he sits proudly. Uh, right I can there. see him up there uh, next to Phasma. Um, and so. The tall yeah. woman. The tall woman. Love her. Mm. Um, yeah. Great one. Yeah. Boop. We're setting precedents. We are. You, can you keep up? No. Um, <laughs> just set expectations low and you'll never be like uh, disappointed, baby. Uh, my, my two and my three have swapped places a couple times. Was Cute one. Oh, yeah. yeah, Whammoth. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought Alden was going to go with Tebow uh, myself, but Tebow's another fair. good one. Yeah, um, best of the Ewoks. Oh, yeah. He's good. I'm going to say it and I'm going to commit to it because I've been thinking about this a lot while everybody else has been talking. Mine is technically two. Uh, okay, Doctor Evazon and Ponda Baba. Uh, well, that's this is okay. All right, so. Uh, if you don't know who that is, it's the walrus mouth man and uh, the uh, beautiful fella. Can can I admit something real real quick? Yes, dear. Growing up, I thought he always looked more like a tarantula. I agree. Yes. Okay, That's my thing right? too. Uh, okay, when people were always like walrus man, and eventually he no, did. He... He's a freaking arachnid. <laughs> right. That's what I thought. So okay, I, I'm I'm glad I'm not as weird as I thought. But no, anyway, I'll give it back to you. But yeah, uh, he's. Wait, I got to take it back. Roran Korob. Shout out to Roran Korob. Uh, my favorite Jedi ever. 
uh, from the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone yes. Wars. Thank yes. you, Alden, also very for good. that one. I, I will also guy. point out Alden's second one in there, Aftab Akbar. The Rise of Skywalker is a fantastic movie for background characters. Yes, it is. And we will return to that with one of my picks. So yes. So yeah. sorry, I saw I saw Love for 2003 Clone Wars in it. it of course. Yes. Anyway. I almost picked Shagai. Uh, like... <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But yes. Uh -oh. I, I enjoy that interaction in the cantina so much because it is establishing, you know, a lot of characters in that moment. And you get a little aside with two. At, I don't like you either. <laughs> is a great, like, people icebreaker. If you ever need to meet someone, you just walk up to them. My friend doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. I love that whole thing. My favorite, though, is <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'll be careful. You'll be dead. Exactly. <laughs> That is an excellent icebreaker. That's how you either make friends or make enemies. Right. And either way, baby, you're meeting people. Like, come on. But yes, in uh, my love for them didn't really start until much later um, when I found out Legends stories. Well, not Legends. They're, they're canon uh, now. Yeah, there were, yeah, a lot of that's come over um, yeah. implications of those. Because in Legends, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was done yeah. there. Yes, um, because what we see is Ponda's arm gets cut cut off, but and then there's okay. an entire like explanation for why it bleeds. Yeah, weird because... weird alien blood. Exactly. Yeah, um, but um, but Evazon actually gets cut too. Yeah, like we don't see it as much. So effectively, they were out. Yeah, at like, that point, just out of commission. The difference like... is that Cannon has moved forward with them. They are not dead. Yes. Not um, only are they not dead, but they are incredibly sinister characters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I I adore what they did with these two little rapscallions, mm -hmm. making yeah. them from like Evazon's a sneaky little guy. Exactly. Like bastards in a bar to like evil. There's evil a reason people. he is wanted on twelve systems. Exactly. Like there's a reason his face looks like that. Like I man, the decraniated in solo. That is a terrifying concept. And mm, if you are yeah. not familiar with the decraniated, read a Wikipedia article. Get scared and understand or, the fact that say, it happen. Or alternatively, life. don't. <laughs> On the or, decraniated, definitely uh, not. And again, a shout out to Alden, which again, reminder as well, exactly. you can be tuning in and joining the conversation live like Alden is. Uh, and yes, visual dictionaries. Like mm -hmm. if we mention anyone or anything interesting tonight, Find a visual dictionary. They yes, are definitely in there. Right there. Um, if you don't know where to find one, ask uh, Jared. Shout out Jedi. to a uh, follower uh, on Twitter. Wikipedia uh, has also already been mentioned. I have Drag to. About I, it. I have to. Okay. Like it's so random. I yeah, constantly. But... I, I'll post something ridiculous and then think about: Am I disappointing Wikipedia right now? <laughs> I know for a fact <laughs> that I am disappointing Wikipedia every day. I feel like I feel I like asked there's... them the Oparensis question. Uh, there's an entry for us on yeah. wikipedia of like disappointing things nerd herder has said on twitter honestly <laughs> sometimes you just gotta know if it's a smash or pass sometimes you just gotta know sometimes you just gotta know yarl um, poof like never i'm just gonna yeah any, i'm done any you sure yes okay not that not that i'm no, yeah, rushing I, you along but it, yeah. it's one of those weird things that happens with a bunch of star wars characters of I don't necessarily care a lot about small things and small details. That's why I'm not on trivia. Um, but there are certain characters where I learn something about them randomly, like through fun facts 
or trivia with Eli. And I'm just like, okay, I need to know more about that. Yeah. So I'm going to look into this and be just absolutely just horrified. Yeah, rabbit holes. Well, or delighted. My utter, my, my utter favorite thing about Star Wars, like this is legitimately one of my favorite things, is um, with Evazan and uh, Ponda Baba, specifically Evazan, I love when they give you a last name and then you find out they have a first name. Yeah. That is something that Star Wars consistently does and I love it so much. Um, so like I remember I was I was um, I was uh, helping Connor from Nerd Academy podcast prep prep for some trivia stuff. When and I um, yeah, when I got um, and I um, and he he was talking about General Riken. I'm like, no, that's General Carlist Riken. Yes, yes, Cornelius Cornelius Evazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Takes all the air out of the tires when your villain is named Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Corn. Um, wow. But no, yeah, like uh, they do come from because a lot of that was uh, like tales from Moss Eisley, mm -hmm. like, you know, background characters getting a story and legends books way back when. And um, which we'll come back to later. To be interesting in those things, I think what authors and creators did. Because I mean, you you're going up against the likes of main Star Wars characters. Like, how can, how do we compete with a farm boy with a laser sword? You know, you make them really stinking. Like, you get one super interesting like peak moment of this character's journey, and you make that their whole thing. Exactly. Right. So, like with yeah. Doctor Evazon, Doctor, what's he a doctor of? And we get into this sort of Doctor Frankenstein kind of mad science, and it's just like, oh, that's the extreme that's going to make this character interesting exactly um and so i in some ways not that every character has to be extreme because then no one is extreme um i i do miss the days where that was a little bit more prevalent where it's just like we're gonna go hog wild with this character and what makes them cool uh and makes them stand out um exactly. and so it it's there's a good mix there's a good mix for sure but yeah uh they're a great they're a great uh pairing uh, and and I love that there are uh, very good grounds for legends and canon getting along. I just realized that all, all of my answers are technically multiples. Let's move back on. Ah, interesting. I have. Interesting. I, that's okay because I I too have a, a technically multiples. Um, so for for my number three, uh, it's definitely multiples. It's a gang um, we may all know something about, but not enough. Wait I would minute. argue. I uh, what? What do you think it is? I think it's the Knights of Ren. Oh, dang it. Oh, dang, Ren. Hey, I was going to say, it's, <laughs> is it old, is it, or as I remember it, is it old Cutback? Because um, <laughs> right. yes. that's the acronym I used to remember their names. Well, right. Yes. Well, because, and that's the thing too, is like, they also, not only are they background characters, they got the most Star Warsy names that we've they seen do. since 1977. Yeah, <laughs> like, they I do. feel like this is the only thing George Lucas contributed to the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> that man was uh, crazy with names, but um, yeah, no, the Knights of Ren are my number three, which I know is technically not a background character. Uh, I run the show, so I feel like it counts. Uh, anyway, but yeah, like, and so I actually started to bring that 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 started to be one of mine. I'm like, that's way too many. So yeah, right now, all, all all rules are on the table. I mean, come on, guys. Right, exactly. Knights of Ren. Um, so. What I tried to do, because I can, like, I like a lot of background characters. We, we've all said it, and we could do episodes upon episodes of it. 
Um, and so, like, I had to come up with a system to help me um, kind of uh, sift through and, and pick uh, who would eventually end up on this list. So none of these are by any means ranked. Uh, my number one is not my absolute favorite. It was just that what I did was sat down and I was like, all right, prequel trilogy, original trilogy, sequel trilogy. Right. And from there, I was like, all right, who appears uh, in film, books, TV, whatever we have uh, that I think is super cool and interesting. Uh, and then I would also get into all right, why. Uh, so like for the Knights of Ren, obviously, that's my sequel trilogy choice. Um, but, and the why is mostly because we we get a taste. It's, it's not that they don't have anything, because I know somebody will remind me and I know they have uh, appeared in the Rise of Kylo Ren. They are now in some of the current issues of the Star Wars comics, um, as well as Crimson Rain. I, I know they're getting stuff. Uh, it's slow going and drip fed, though. I, mm -hmm. I think, number one, when they were first introduced in The Force Awakens, they were mishandled um, in, in terms of how are you going to introduce this uh, interesting gang of characters and do nothing with them? And not only that, but then the next movie, we still get nothing from them and then you bring them back in the the last one just happening to remember oh yeah they exist mystery box baby and, and they're and just gonna stand there for a swooping they shot. stand still exactly yeah. right. i they love the sequel trilogy to death but the knights of ren come on come yeah on, man. well like they they exist in one sweep well they exist in a few i'm exaggerating but the, like their main thing the longest screen time they have is the swooping shot that looks like it's from a like lincoln park 2003 music video Awesome. And it's just like Pisana, yeah. I love that shot. Again, <laughs> I love shot. it as much as I hate it because it reminds me of well, because everything and, and this is the good and bad of a, a, a good background character or of a of a favorite background character, is everything we get just makes you want more. Mm -hmm. Right? It's never enough because they're always too interesting to just settle for those little bits. Um so yeah, them them just wandering around and, and whatnot and getting one fight scene that I feel lasted way too uh, short with Ben. Like, come on. Yeah, you, you just feel like they did not give you the full potential of the Knights of Ren in that movie. No. no. Yeah. I well, mean, because when we're first introduced to them, like the thing t anchoring them is all right, Knights of Ren. We've come to understand a little bit more what that means, but uh, you know me and a lot of people probably are like, okay, Knights of Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. And it's yeah. not. Right. It's like, nope. by, by comparison, you've got this cool leader and these, gang. these interesting looking characters, but nothing interesting done with them. Uh, and, and it's not, like, this is not one of those situations where, like, this is why The Force Awakens and the pre uh, sequel trilogy sucks. No, like, we love no. them. No, this I just, is, I, I wish they had a better this place. This could there. not matter less to the development of the trilogy. Exactly. And and ultimately, that's why it's the way it is. And I understand that. I, I appreciate so much the comics coming around. Mostly, thank you, Charles Soule. Thank you, um, Charles yeah. Soule. For, for picking them up out of the garbage and, and actually making use of them. Because uh, they're so interesting. And... Um, Again, Alden mentioned specifically the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary, um, but I think of like Trudgeon is one of my favorites. Uh, you're not if I'm going to say these names, and almost no one besides Eli is going to know which one I'm specifically talking about. That's fine. It's okay. I only know the names. I cannot identify <laughs> names. So Trudgeon is cool because he's the one. He's actually got like the the top part of his helmet is a Death Trooper helmet, and that's just bonus I, points for me. You do love Death Trooper. Exactly. Instantly cooler, uh, but there's also grenade-faced, aka Vicryl, 
who's one of my second favorites, and the only one to get a Black Series figure. There you go, Michael. Exactly. Hey, Visual there you go. Um, yeah, Vickrel's the only one to get a Black Series figure, and that makes me so sad because I want my gang. I want my swooping shot uh, recreated on my shelf. Uh, but anyway. Get you a Christian Slater action figure to go with it. The, the thing, the last thing I'll say about it, because we could go on and on, I'm sure. Like, that's the thing with m group characters and multiples. Uh, you could talk longer about them. But like, uh, and I think I'm, I don't know if I talked about, I know I talked about this with you. I just don't know if it was on the show or not. We but, do talk a lot. We are married. Right. It does come up. Um, <laughs> I, something I love so much is shows that give me a gang where everybody's got a shtick. Right. Yes. Um, and I mean, if you go back to the concept art of these guys, there's the monk, the armor one, the, the gun one, like they specifically Dude. name them after a gimmick. Uh, and I think that I, I blame my growing up with Transformers where everyone had to have its own gimmick and everything. But I also think of like uh, Samurai Jack, mm. um, the episode with the robots, the basket robots yes. that there was the Those one with so the knives. Funny. There was the one with the flame, the flamethrowers. There was the one with the guns. And, and the Knights of Ren are that for like the dark side where it's like, oh, each one has a thing. One literally has an arm gun, right? Two of them have different sights or axes and everything. Like, I love. Axes. I, I want to know why are you the axe boy, right? Like, what what's your story? And so uh, I just, I, you know, I I love that it's an eventual. It's not a matter of uh, if we'll get story. We are getting more story, so it's just when we get more and more and more. Because I love yeah. these. I love these bad boys. Give me a workplace comedy with the Knights of Ren. <laughs> just yeah. like sure. Yeah. I mean, they they're pulling off heists and stuff. Exactly. Um, my thing with the Knights of Ren is I feel like there is like. I feel like the most blame for them, I feel like, is on the Force Awakens trailer. Because, yeah. like, to be fair, they were set up by, like, we got that shot with them and Kylo in the rain. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, these guys are going to be pretty big. And that was trailer editing. Yeah. No, absolutely. And we had expectations based off of that, which yeah. we can have a whole another conversation there about. Was a like, lot yeah. Of expectations and that's fair. And, and, and like you said, the biggest thing is it doesn't play to the development of the film. The films are still great. The story's all still great. Uh, but add it to the list of uh, wishful thinking uh, yeah. for the sequel trilogy for sure. So Again, anyway. we don't hate the sequel trilogy. We love the sequel trilogy. The Last Jedi is literally my second favorite Star Wars. Exactly. You should, you know, be comfortable complaining about things that you love sometimes. Yes. yes. Yeah, see, what we're doing... This is is, is senselessly complaining about silly things in Star Wars. This, exactly. What Star Wars theory is doing is not therapy, no. uh, which is what that man needs. He needs a lot of therapy. Uh, he needs more than therapy. <laughs> eh? um, and uh, B wasn't going to say, oh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely will love to. I, I, I will love to dig into all of the stuff I like and don't about all of my favorite Star Wars movies and also Rogue One. Yeah, um, I'm going to kill you in your own home. <laughs> I love you so much. Finish your statement, baby. No, that was it. That was it. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing. Healthy and mature people can say, hey, I wish this had been different or I, I didn't really like that specific thing. And that's just opinion that we can move on from. I, I think it's toxic and unhealthy when we like make our personality about not liking something mm -hmm. that's just not normal for people 
uh, which is part of why we do the, these kinds of episodes where we just talk about things we do like. Because exactly. at the end of the day, what I'm saying is I like the Knights of Ren. I wish there was more. I'm not saying the Knights of Ren were wasted and that's why the sequel trilogy sucks. No. Those are two different uh, statements and that's two different ways to approach opinion. Um, so anyway, not trying to no, preach. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the movie, it's not that they, in any of them, because I mean, yeah, I have my favorites and everything, but every movie has its spot, yeah. its place to tell part of the story. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, you can't, I mean, could they have done better with some of this stuff? Sure. But I mean, in the end, it's, it's all about telling that story. They all have their, their place in the, in the, you know, in this the world tapestry. of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it just weaves it all. Like you saw like a tapestry, it just weaves it all. It weaves yeah. So, so there, there's a running joke, Michael, where we just make fun of the tapestry. Like, Legit. I was gonna say, Alden's already watching the stream. You don't need to summon him. <laughs> it's true. No, so, like but that no, is it, it is the best legit. analogy for Star Wars. Yes. I will admit. It's but just, also, it's just it's become a meme in our friend group. It's it's a lot like the it's poetry, it rhymes thing where exactly. it's like it's so it's so goof that it's both real and not real at the same time. Yeah. It, Literally it transcends reality. Yeah. Alden Diaz is in my phone as Alden the Tapestry Diaz. <laughs> uh so uh Michael, we've made it around the corner uh back to you. So what's uh, your should number be, should huh? it be Eli? Yeah I was gonna say oh that is and wow. what's funny and I'm looking at Eli too when I said that. Wow I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. He's weird. I don't know what happened. I'm but... mean to him, but that was really rude. <laughs> I apologize, Eli. Eli, what is uh, your number two? So this one is a fun one. I, I really love this one. And this is like, this is one of the first faces that chronologically we see in a Star Wars movie. And um, my second character is Mayoi Matakor from The Phantom Menace. She is the pilot of the Radiant Seven that brings mm. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to the Trade Federation starship. Mm -hmm. She has like four or five lines. That's it. Um, she is one of the last remnants of like the Galactic Republic that we see before the Phantom Menace happens, before the Clone Wars era happens. Um, I'm endlessly fascinated by her and her co-pilot, Antidar Williams, who... Um, of course, meet their end in that ship when they blow the Radiant Seven up. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, or as I like to remember it in the Lego Star Wars video games where they blow the ship up <laughs> and then the chairs get removed <laughs> and they fall to the ground. Uh, yes. The original Star Wars games were superior. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and um, uh, <laughs> I, I really just love, um, she says, with all due respect, the ambassadors for the Supreme Chancellor wishes to wish to board immediately. I'm like, you're treating the Nomodians with respect, first mistake. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, and, she also, uh, both of them actually have an interesting way of speaking, which if that's their accent, I apologize. But like they, you know, it's very regal mm -hmm. uh, as well. Yeah. With all due respect, you know. So that, yeah. I, I, I will say the way those lines were delivered have always stood out to me. Yeah, I also love the new Gunray lines back to because they're maybe some of my favorite <laughs> new Gunray lines. Uh, um, yes, of course. 
As you know, our blockade is perfectly legal. Yeah. Well, welcome to my happy. home, my perfectly legal home. And we'd be happy to receive the ambassadors. Right. We are totally not going to poison them or anything. Absolutely not. Look what, at this droid. What they should have done. What they should have done, actually. Yeah, no, no um, I, I have officially deemed the scene, like for the what I call troubled negotiations scene, like that's my Glubshido scene. Like everything about that scene I just love. Mm. Is it is it is I think one of the most underrated scenes and openings to a Star Wars movie, absolutely. Um, because it, it feels like like of course we have the lightsabers with the Jedi with Obi Wan this familiar stuff, but it almost feels like we're in a different universe for the first few minutes. Sure. Um, and yeah. I've always been endlessly fascinated by that scene. Yeah. Uh, well, you you don't have to earn the brownie points with me. Phantom Menace is my favorite. Absolutely. And, uh, you know I would almost count. Uh, Radiant Seven as its own favorite background character because I have like yeah. five of them over on my shelf it's right true. now. <laughs> I love that them. ship so much, man. That console class is so beautiful. And Crimson, I will say. <laughs> but that's a good one. That's a good, yeah. good and proper Glup Shido right there. Uh, Michael. Wow. So... I, the more I look at it, I don't know that my next choice is a background character. I don't know if we talked about. Is it Yoda? In, no, huh? no. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Um, probably one of my favorite actors right now. Um, from the uh, IP man or Ip man, what do you want to talk about? Oh. Um, <laughs> see, and I don't know if, if uh, Chirrut would be considered a background character. Even though he's only in, uh, you know, Rogue One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so um, yeah, you and I talked about this one. And, and for me, um, as much as he is a part of Rogue One, Rogue One, the, the crew is effectively really Jin, Cassian, and, and K2. Right. Right. Yeah. Everyone else in that grouping are background to them. Now, they... They might not be as background as other characters like Morif or like uh, Tupu, you know, yes. Pow, uh, but they are background to someone. And so I was, I with my blessing, I was like, no, yeah, they are, they're background because yeah. I want I thought, more. I, I thought we had talked about that. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Tarut's a background character. Yeah, it, it, when you look at it like that, that's almost like two for one because you've got Tarut and then you've got Baze. Yep. They're sort of, you know, one AM or, or you know, right there when you see one you see the other mm -hmm. um and the really interesting thing is they they really have a difference of opinion but yeah. between, but they get along mm -hmm. and and you know when when he gets you know killed at the end uh you know bays you know you can see that the kind of friendship that they had there the the uh just the camaraderie they had you know it was yeah, absolutely. So, um, I just, you know, his whole, again, I really like him. I, I own quite a few of his movies. Um, he's just a John, good actor. Johnny Yin is a national, international treasure. International, yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's just incredible. He's, he's um, amazing. What, and I feel like, and I'm right there with you because I love him in action movies because I love the kinds of films that he's in that, that just, you know, like, turn your brain off and just enjoy kind of action right. films. 
Uh, and of course, he is a he's an actual ma martial arts uh, master at what he does. He incredible. does he doesn't just throw his fists around like he he's incredible to watch do what he does. But he's also very funny. Um, that's often uh, kind of covered up by some of the the like roles that he takes and everything. He's an incredibly good dancer too. Yes, he Didn't is. Know that. Yeah. So yeah. alongside, it's funny because uh, Rogue One has probably the best dancers uh, in their film between him and Diego Luna uh, from uh, from um, Dirty Dancing Two. Dirty Dancing Havana Two. Uh, the 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 south of the border one. Nope. Um, I haven't seen that one. Yet. <laughs> Havana Nights. Where is Havana? Cuba. Okay, there we go. Cuba. <laughs> oh my God. Where is Andorra? There's so many places that aren't Andorra. Um, Please continue talking. Anyway, but no, yes, it, like the the talent amongst that man uh, is sickening and beautiful at mm -hmm. the same time. Mm -hmm. No, I, he just again a lot of these a lot of these characters that I looked at, it was along the lines. I really want to know more. I wish they would do something with this character on their, you know, you know, a, a movie standalone movie on their own. Um, yeah. You know, that's something we've talked about for one of our coming uh, upcoming podcasts about characters you would like to get a uh, uh, Boba Fett or a Mandalorian type show yeah. where there's more to it, a standalone movie or whatever, where you could learn more about them. And, and, and he's, and again, it's, it's done again. And I really, um, justice and I have had a lot of uh, yeah. conversations about him. Mm -hmm. um, just friend of the show, justice. You know, Yep. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I am one of the forces and the forces with me. I need one of those T-shirts. That's my. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, and um, yeah, I, I think, too, kind of like with Eli's uh, with old DACA, you know, part of the intrigue is also like they're very different interpretations of something we're familiar with. So they're not just interesting characters on their own. You know, their relationship to the force is very different than what we've, we've known uh, from the past characters uh and lore and everything so that that in and of itself is is interesting um i have specific uh Chirrut and bay's thoughts that if uh any of our listeners want because i don't want to repeat myself and extend this show uh too too long uh we did an episode recently on uh rogue one eli was not invited <laughs> no nope. he was not Neither um, was Alden, neither was Scotty. But yeah, very true. exactly, they were kept very far away from it. Um, you guys suck. But yes, yeah, so check it out because I, I have an interesting theory about those two characters. Um, in addition to just also talking more about why I love them so much, I will I say, Drew really underrated to me. I mean, agreed. I mean, that is such a good movie. Yeah, what were you gonna I say? I will say Eli? that I think Turret is maybe one of the best characters from that movie. Oh, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters from that movie and i remember specifically because i was unfortunately spoiled ahead for rogue one mm -hmm. um i knew what, there that everybody were, dies yeah that everybody dies star wars <laughs> um uh but uh i remember specifically um that k2 died and then shirt died i'm like they killed my two favorites first <laughs> Why do you have to do this? Because they knew it was gonna. It, we weren't gonna feel the same about any of the other ones. So they were yeah. like, "We're gonna, mm -hmm. we're gonna make them cry and then keep yeah. them crying." I will say, Baze's death scene is, I think, maybe my favorite of all of them. Mm -hmm. um, just taking out Death Trooper after yeah. Death Trooper, oh, yeah. reloading, reloading that cannon. Yeah, he he gets the most 
uh, next to K two the most like final stand kind of yeah, the bombastic uh, finale. Stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, love it so much. But and 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 because it's also coupled with probably the most extended shot we get of Death Troopers, mm-hmm. yeah. the Superior Stormtroopers. Such a simp. I you know what I'll take it I'll take it. Um, <laughs> ooh, yes, your number two. My number two. Uh, like I said, my number two is multiples. Um, technically. Uh, I did a lot of thinking before this episode, and I did some conferencing with you of, can all of my answers be droids? I was told no. You weren't told no. I told you that, and and spoilers, but we, we will be doing a droid-specific yeah. favorite episode. So I said, so, save some. Off. Yeah, save but, some, but I didn't say no. Regardless. <laughs> Um, my, my number two is, you know, not technically characters, more of a concept, really. Um, all of the background battle droids from yes, the yes, prequels, praise be. Praise be. the Clone Wars, like, there is something so special and so, like, world buildy character buildy about, like, looking in the background and seeing a battle droid just washing a tank, just, yes. just doing a little wipe down. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I yeah. I remember I recently told Michael about that one. Yeah. Because I think we were talking about like something else you had seen, and it was just like a mm-hmm. wow, all the times I've seen this, and I was like, trust yeah. me, I know. Like my favorite Star Wars, and I'm still seeing new things, or or even just to having new ways of seeing the old things. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that was something that you were very good about pointing out is all of the little background moments yeah. like like the droid washing tank and then in Revenge of the Sith one of my favorite things is watching the background of the Grievous Nobi one shot um, right before he pulls out the second set of arms and lightsabers there's two droids standing right behind Grievous <laughs> and one goes to the other and points <laughs> yeah. like, hey check this out <laughs> My yep. favorite thing about the tr- battle droids is the battle droid humor. Battle droid humor, especially in yes. the Clone Wars, is unmatched. Oh, yeah. Unrivaled. Even what? the smart battle droids. <laughs> like, is there such a thing? Apparently, they made them There, There smarter. are smarter ones, yeah. Exactly. They move um, faster. It, it feels like a little bit of a, a troll because, like, um, obviously fans for, long, uh, for a long time have uh, joked about stormtroopers mm-hmm. uh, and everything, and I feel like in the prequels they were like, "Oh, you want to see dumb troopers? We'll show you dumb troopers." Yeah. <laughs> and like I've I've said it on the show before, but the separatists were never going to win. That's very obvious. But they were going to have a chance with numbers alone. Yeah. And when you need to mass produce an army, you're going to lose some processing power in there. <laughs> Like yeah. it, straight up, you're just gonna have just an army full of basic iPhones, just <laughs> holding guns, which I'm sure is the future. Of, at some point, like honestly, <laughs> at at some point, Jeff Bezos is just gonna mass produce an army of uh, dogs from Boston Dynamics because that is essentially what they are. 
exactly. Right, War Dogs. Yeah. I I've seen a lot of comparisons with Bezos and Amazon to the Trade Federation and the Phantom Menace. And very accurate. It's go it's going that way really rapidly. Yeah. It's scary and how fast it's going that way. Like that, I said the decraniated earlier. The it the, that's the thing, man. Uh, like George Lucas had an eye for this stuff. He was always commenting yeah. on society and politics and the world around us. But Star yeah, Wars, Wars isn't political. Been... Right. Uh, yeah, it's only these new woke films. Baby, it was political in 1977. Right. William Shatner, Star Trek was political. Yes, get you over. were there, William <laughs> Shatner. Oh, my goodness. We're not going to get into it. I, we can talk all so, day. So uh, for my number two, I kind of cheated uh, to because I couldn't decide on some, so I was going to throw them in. But luckily, I, to my surprise, they were already included. So I don't have to talk about them as much. So I'll talk about uh, their foil. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I wanted a segue to talk about Dr. Evazon and Fonda Baba because I, I mentioned, right, Excuse the cantina me. scene were, was important and foundational to my love of background characters. And no two characters stood out more than Evazon and Baba. Um, and so uh, I, I had an appreciation for them. They couldn't quite make the list, though, but I knew how to work them in by talking about one of my other favorite characters. We just talked about Rogue One. Uh, which is Tampulsa. Gesundheit. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, like crickets in the crowd. No. All right, so no, cheer it. You you'll have to look <laughs> you'll have to look them up, but I'm sure once you see a picture of Tampulsa, you'll you'll know uh, or be able to draw a little bit of a reference. He's a blink and you miss it character in Rogue One and in Solo, actually. Um, but he's a really cool looking quote unquote bounty hunter. Um, but there's a lot more to his story. So he's a great example of the legacy of Boba Fett where you get a character that looks cool and then you give them an interesting background. Um, and, and he is absolutely that. If you look up a picture, he looks like someone oh, you can write some stories about, right? That guy. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah, and, and they did. I, I just looked him up and I didn't realize that the guy who played him, Matt, um, Matt Elsop, mm -hmm. um, it's his name backwards. Yeah. Uh, and he's an he's extremely a, Star Wars way to come well, up with a name. Oh, for sure. Look at me being dyslexic again. And he's um, he's uh, actually a concept artist for Lucasfilm. And so he just basically got to put on the costume for Rogue One. And it was kind of a cool thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, the story that's been made for him, he does. He has shown up. So uh, but I still feel like he plays in the background of other characters, particularly uh, Dr. Afra. Um, so mm -hmm. if you read Dr. Afro comics, Dr. he shows up there uh, at multiple points because um, he is hunting down Dr. Evazon and Ponda Baba uh, because he's a Mulvanian. And apparently on that planet, Dr. Evazon did a lot of his horrible experimenting and uh, Tam being the uh, uh, crusader of justice that he is would not stand for such a criminal being allowed to get away. And so he crossed the line, did unquestionable things. And so he was kicked off the force. It sounds like an 80s like yeah. uh, beat cop film, man. Love he's that. kicked off the force and he's, he's got three a, days from retirement. Yeah, he's got a uh, he's too he's old to take justice trap. into his old own hands. Exactly. Yes. Uh, along the way, he falls in love with a decraniated. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. His name is Bog. Uh, and uh, they're 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 adorable together while it lasts is all I'll say. I hate that. <laughs> How dare um, you? So yes, please read the Dr. Afro comics where he shows up. He dies, comes back, dies again, and comes back again. Uh, and it's you just, the phasma you, effect. You have, to, you have to read it to believe it. No but, one's ever um, really gone, baby. He, he's, I picked him a lot because 
I, I love all of the did you know, like, because he starts out at, oh, that's a cool looking guy. And then it's like, yeah, guess what's even better? All these things that happened. Um, and, and that's something big for background characters for me is it's like, uh, it's not just that they existed at one point as a, in the background, because it, 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 it'll even be that they've got two seconds of screen time, much like Tam and, and a couple of my other favorites. Um, it's that they've got that and you wouldn't believe the stories that have been told about them. Mm -hmm. They're just not in the films. And so that's why I would still count Tam and several others as background characters. Um, so yeah, read Dr. Afra comics. Check out more of that because it's a very interesting character. And uh, Dr. Afra in and of themselves is an interesting character as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Info dump. Info dump. Uh, Eli. Eli. <laughs> yeah. We've made it uh, around. I, I was so, going to say, yeah. Um. So I'm going to talk about Pong Krell. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, um, well, I'm joking. Real quick, I'll say. So we've made it to our number ones. We have not repeated okay. each other at I all yet. Freaking one. So this is the farthest we've made it without repeats on this type of show. So I'm, I'm very curious if we keep this record going. I am 100% sure that no one else will say mine. We shall uh, I'm, 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 I'm wondering. Um, so I was watching, so as I was mentioning before, The Rise of Skywalker is a fantastic movie for um, uh, background characters. Um, I was watching The Rise of Skywalker for the first time in 2019, and I hear Lando talking. Lando's talking about Luke and him trailing this old Sith hunter named Ochi of Bestoon. I'm like, that is a name. That is a heck <laughs> and, of a name. And um, from that on, I from then on, I decided to become basically an Ochi stan. And it was just simp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is, it, it is. Uh, and then this is the my favorite part. So again, I never thought he was going to be in more than the two scenes he was in the Rise of Skywalker. Same. But then, freaking Greg Pak, the hero that he is, uh, brought him into the Darth Vader comics and made him an idiot. He made him an an idiot downright goofball <laughs> so much he he's so hilarious but uh, but he, he believes his like he believes the hype you believe eli you love this character and he's like no i'm cool i'm a i'm a Sith yeah. hunter I, like he believes all of that <laughs> that's yeah it no my, my favorite one of my favorite recent moment and there was a bunch of them but uh there the comics provide some of the best moments for oshi some of my favorites include um so there's this character, very famous character, um, in the comics named uh, Valance, mm -hmm. um, and Star Wars he, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, and he and he's introducing he himself. He, he's introducing them. He goes, "I'm Ochi of Bestoon. This is Balance." And he goes, "Balance." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care." <laughs> Which is also awesome. And then there's one from like a uh, comic a few months ago. This was like I think twenty two, twenty three, something like that, where. Um, He's working with, believe it, actually, Asabe, mm -hmm. um, uh, one of Padme's handmaidens, um, on a mission. And um, I forget exactly what's happening, but he's like, uh, they're never going to forget that. They're never going to forget that Oshia Bestoon was the one. And then she just goes, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I can hear that scene. I can just hear it. It's great. But nothing. The comics were great. Nothing truly compares to the glorious um give me a second because i actually have this right here the greatest ochi of best in content we ever got was shadow of the sith yes yes shadow yes. of the sith is a 
lovely book without Ochi, and it is incredible with him too. Um, uh, I'm actually uh, so I, I remember um, uh, meeting. I was fortunate enough to meet Adam Christopher at Celebration. Yeah. Um, and I got to talk to him, and I'm I, the first thing I said to him was, "I'm such a big fan of Ochi at Bestoon. Thank you for all you've done with him in this book. Again, book hadn't released yet." right but like um but but yeah and he um again he's a bad guy like especially we find that out in shadow of the sith he is a really like he's not just a cartoonish villain he's also a really bad guy yeah mm-hmm. um but he is just this weird wacky character one of my favorite things about ochi when i first discovered him was all the potential in the battle because like you know ochi and um the sith eternal and all that kind of stuff there was this whole other world about the sith eternal and what palpatine was planning on exegol and what on all that stuff that happened that up until that point we just knew nothing about yeah mm-hmm. um shadow of the sith did a lot of great work expanding that but we, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of stuff we don't know what happened a lot with the dark side in between um episode six and seven mm-hmm. sure um uh with snoke with Palpatine with that kind of stuff. And and it's and, and Ochi was kind of like the gatekeeper to the to to the like to everything that was down there. The clone the weird clone stuff, the cloning dark science secrets only the Sith knew and all that kind of stuff. It was it was incapable and and talented hands for sure. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I, I love I, I love that because not every bad guy can be Palpatine, right? Not every bad guy can be Darth Vader. Sometimes they're bad, but they're also like just goofy guys. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, they're snidely whiplash in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think of like Starscream levels of like, you yes. are a threat, but you're also like so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. yeah Ochi, I also Ochi won't spoil anything that. that happens in um, in Shadow of the Sith, but I will just say this is something hilarious from Shadow of the Sith. Um, uh, so Ochi has these droids that work for him, actually. Mm-hmm. They're called the Droid Crush Pirates of Bestoon incredible which is maybe the best thing i've ever heard um and i love there's a certain point where he's talking to somebody i forget who it was and he's like and they're like um hey are you um how close are you to capturing the family um he's like don't worry i got the droid crush pilots car pirates the best student on it they never fail and i'm like (laughs) Do you realize how you sound? I mean, that's right. awesome, but do you realize no, that, how you sound? That, exactly. that is absolutely an Ochi uh, yeah. branded name for sure. It's on brand. I got the boop gremlins out on it. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. That's just the pickle. <laughs> Ochi of boop. Do you know who doesn't like Ochi of Bestoon? I can't reach him right now, but he's over here. Dio. Uh, that's oh, true. Yeah. Uh, especially if you read Shadow of the Sith, yeah. I've heard. Oh, I've heard, Eli. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets it gets very bad with Luchi and Dio. I love he, that baby so He was traumatized for a reason. Uh, no, thank you. But no, I, yeah, and, I and, love... And I the part I hate about it is Dio was just resting in a library somewhere. He's just hanging out, my guy. Like Ochi was Ochi just came in, killed all of his masters, and then took him. How you do, poor boy, poor Dio, poor baby. Uh, but yeah, no, I love that Ochi's one of the 
more recent characters and by that i mean like the sequel trilogy that has just caught fire mm. uh with, with so. quite a quite a fan base uh and yeah it's just a lot of fun it's a lot of fun that's a good one and not a surprise at all no uh, no not the that's um, why you're on the show follow me uh, on twitter at og fan 327 exactly uh also not a surprise i'm sure unless you're gonna pull a fast one on me michael uh, no is your number one but for the sake of our listeners uh i'll What's pretend like it's my first time figuring this out uh no no fast one on this i mean there is no better character um totally this goes along the lines with the whole uh uh, Knights of Ren thing. I don't feel like they met their full potential. Captain Phasma did not meet her full potential. She was killed off uh, way too yes. easy, way too early. Um, is she did. It, it's just you know. Well, and and uh, you know what? Maybe is, is she did. Uh, have, have we found the body? So, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I didn't exactly. see a corpse. All right. Then he's not dead. Yes. So, <laughs> but, you know the um. I remember when you were telling me about the book. I mean, you already knew I was like a huge fan. Yeah. Um, and then so I got the uh, I actually got the <laughs> book on. Uh, I downloaded yeah. the book and I listened to it on, a, you know, like I would listen to it on the way to work, on the way home, wherever I was going. I was listening to it. The whole story behind her, um, how she started. Um, wow. And, and maybe that's why I like Captain Cardinals because there's that interaction between the two, the rivalry, sure. the you know, but there is no better character than Captain Phasma. I mean, she is I remember they, really, they could do that movie mm -hmm. off of her book and I I mean, oh, I would just I, be I would, I'd be front row with you, buddy. It seems like Delilah Dawson was just having a blast writing oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the, when you when you sent me the picture of you standing with that lady, it's like <laughs> oh my oh and yeah you know because she she looks so much like her yeah no it was it was spot on and um I, I've since uh, found them on uh, Instagram but I remember like because I was from uh, Celebration Chicago and uh, <laughs> like there's a lot of things where it's like oh this is a cool moment for me. Uh, let me do that. And then after the fact, being like, hey, look what what look what I did. Look what happened. But I remember in that moment being like, oh, no, I need to do this for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I mean, well, it, it was a fantastic cosplay. I remember seeing the first trailer for The Force Awakens where we just get that one shot. Mm -hmm. And then um, finding out that it was Gwen Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Like finding yeah. out, oh, wait, this isn't. This isn't just a shiny trooper. There's going to be more intrigue here. Surely. Surely. Uh, it's not just tall. But m much like with Boba Fett, I think, un you know, it was a very understood ass assignment where what we what little we do get is so mm. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my it's the Boba Fett of that trilogy. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 I mean, well, if that's the, the case. Good. There's a movie in the future. A TV <laughs> exactly. The book, the book of Phasma. Uh it, well, and yeah, and that, I mean, goes out very similarly where it's just like, really, that's what we're going to do. They fall into the ground like, OK, all right. Shot down by a droid, though. Uh, but again, cool. I, I hold fast. Uh, we didn't see a body. And there was at one point I was campaigning. I was like, look, let's keep the trend alive. All right. Just, She's come back once. She can do it again. She oh needs to be God. in the Rise of Skywalker. Just a hand <laughs> reaching out 
from the um, ground. I just no, I just I wanted them the like carry. Obviously, I didn't know anything about Rise of Skywalker at that point, but if I could put it anywhere, I, I would love them just flying around on Exegol, shooting down the Star Destroyers and everything, and then randomly just the hood of the Millennium Falcon hits Phasma. <laughs> Where did she come from? <laughs> She's holding on for dear life. Like, because that's yeah. that's what it felt like. Um and I, I love Ryan, but like, you know, it felt like the, a goof to bring her back. It was like, <laughs> you know, yeah. same same concept of we didn't see what happened. Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, I love uh, whether you take it as a very jovial thing of, oh, the character that just won't die, you know, um, or as a no, that that's a powerhouse that we didn't get to see uh, 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 do its thing. Either way, I think Captain Phasma is agreeably a great character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I really have tried to figure out why did she end up being my favorite character. I mean, and I, when I say favorite, favorite character, I'm talking like yes. across Star Wars. L yes. Uh, let me, for, for everyone that, yeah, uh, so Michael and I work together. For everyone that doesn't know, I've contributed to about a, a, a fifth, maybe, yeah. of his Phasma stuff in his office. But you go in there and you have to wear sunglasses because it's mostly reflecting off the chrome of some phasma merchandise. <laughs> I just yeah, that, that I have more phasma stuff than you. You was, have a you disappointing. Have a, I couldn't find my phasma T-shirt. It must be dirty. So you you have a phasma desk. I have a boba desk. We know what we're sure. about. We're we're, we're upfront with it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love it. Um, and that's that's something too. Like I, 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 as someone with a character very similarly, I think I just uh, that was something uh, we bonded over was just like, like I've got my weird favorite, you've got your weird favorite, mm -hmm. uh, and you know there's just something special about that with Star Wars because they're full of so many weird favorites. Absolutely. So, good stuff. Speaking of weird favorites, I know all of y'all's number it's one. True. You're not gonna guess mine though. Ha 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 ha. It's, uh, I, I well, you say it was from Legends, so I did. Yes, mine is also technically from Legends. I also technically the reason you love them is from Legends. Exactly, I technically have them tattooed on my arm. Deep if, reference, uh, if you deep, get it. Deep reference. It's the Death Star. If you can't see that, or you know, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, yes. <laughs> um, my one of my favorite Star Wars characters in general uh, came from reading. A book that we have right over there. there um, yep. It was right after we went to see The Force Awakens. It was my first kind of foray into there's more to this. Like, there's more story uh, to learn. And that is, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Tales of the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. And the first story in that book is, um, oh man, oh no, I've forgotten what it's called. Isn't it I Think Therefore I Am? It. Yes, I think therefore I am. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, is your is your number one IG eighty eight? Yeah, my favorite character. One of my favorite characters is IG eighty eight. Gosh, this book is old. It's so old, but it's so good. Like <laughs> if you've never read the Tales from or the Tales of series, so many good stories in those books. Like that's the only legends that I really honestly care about. <laughs> but whatever, man. Like, we we love us a good anthology anybody. here at exactly. Nerd We do. We love we love the tales of series. We love the from a certain point of view series. Like it, an anthology is good. Mm. Um, yes, but yes, anthology is great. That, oh yes, IG eighty eight is a powerhouse of awesome. All of them. All of them are. So if you've never oh, read yeah, the story, yeah. yeah, there's IG eighty eight. 
that is, you know, the, the main boy, the big boy. Um, and one of the first things he does in that story is he puts his consciousness into three other droids. So he, there's AG-88, A, B, C, and D. Mm. That causes some hijinks, so, if you can imagine. If yeah. I can. Yes. Part of the reason that exists, which is in and of itself a funny trivia thing, is in case you didn't know, you do see the collapsed corpse of IG-88 yes. on Cloud City. Yes. And when... if you don't know who we're talking about, it's the tall droid <laughs> in the background in the bounty hunters scene. Yes. Um, so when, when Chewie's trying to rescue the parts of C-3PO, you can see the crumpled yeah. body of an IG-88. I think that's C. Yeah. And so the author... Uh, yeah. they, they I decided... know B is the bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. He is a bounty hunter. And, and D is the one from um, Shadows of the uh, Empire yes. uh, video game that faces off against Dash Rindar. Um, but yeah, so the author was like, I've got to explain why you see a droid on the Star Destroyer, and then you also see one in the garbage, but then also one is still alive after the fact. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how all of that yeah. came about. But it opened the door. For even yes. better storytelling. Even better storytelling. Like this, this droid is not only cool looking, uh, he has possibly one of my favorite deaths in all of Star Wars, <laughs> which is he moments before Luke fires into the Death Star's uh, exhaust port, he downloads his consciousness into the main what? Wedge. What wedge. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was the second Death Look, Star. Man. It is. It is. Okay, she doesn't respect Wedge. It's okay. It's uh, he doesn't have enough mustache. Well, they weren't there for Snap clearly, so you know. It's true. Um, but yes, Snap Wexley downloads his consciousness into the Death Star's computer moments before it is destroyed, which is the dumbest thing you could possibly do, and the most active hubris thing a droid has yeah. ever committed. Because we we you know made the reference and joke of that is like the and that's only in appearances and yeah. so quite literally if you if you know what i mean by terminator yeah. yeah he he looks like a terminator in star wars uh but ig88 yeah he is the first killing machine yeah he's skynet in in, in actual execution yeah. uh he wants to wipe out the meat bags and all of that it, it's and he has a very clear and concise plan for how to do so uh -huh. like yeah. i i love how yeah his plan is very, you know, well thought out. He's, he's a murder bot and he's professional. If it wasn't if I for can that recall, If I could, can recall correctly, because I remember reading a summary of the uh, I Think Therefore I Am, you said the story was. Mm -hmm. um, so didn't scientists program them and then the fir their first act in their new consciousness was killing the scientists. Yep, yeah. 100%. And then going That's on a murder rampage. Yeah, it's literally Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, where mm -hmm. as soon as they're made, uh, they just, he goes crazy. And yep. and that was the it reasoning for... It is like for... sci-fi horror to the max. Exactly. Oh, for sure. But it's, it's the way of doing it right. It's not like Borg science. No. Uh, it, it's not like use on long levels of like sci-fi dystopian. Yeah. But it, yeah, it does take from its time period for sure for its kind of storytelling. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. That's the entire crux of his being is i am superior therefore i need to you know wipe out yeah. the inferior beings and and let and canon hasn't directly undone any no. of that yet 
They better not. Well, I mean, who knows? But like in my mind, everything that happens in that story is canon. Yeah, it was. What? Oh, and sure, because it hasn't been disproven. And yet. you can have that head cannon. Yeah, and that tends to be how I treat things. If it's not disproven, it's not not approved. Uh, so Whatever, you know, man. you know, like like what you like in the tapestry of Star Wars that you you've made. Um, IG eighty eight also goes to like those Samurai Jack levels again, because, you mm -hmm. know, A, B, C, and D, they all kind of have their task and everything. So for me, it's always been interesting of that side of it, because, uh, again, for some reason, once you, like, compartmentalize things, it's way more interesting to me for some yeah. reason. Um, but anyway, yeah, nope. Yep. Saw that coming. You 100% saw that coming. because that's I okay. have You know, I should have known that, IG because I knew that IG-88 was, like, I think we've talked about that before, that that was, like, her favorite. Yep character mm -hmm. and everything and and like when you watch the mandalorian i, I mean ig11 oh um Love yeah IG yeah it's it, i mean these are like killing machines mm -hmm. uh it's they are good at what they do they really are i mean you know he it's just the two of them and he's spinning and shooting and protecting but, like that when he when they reprogram him he's protecting the baby fly it's like right dude that's a killing machine right there mm -hmm. Well, and what I love about IG-11 is that, like, every everything you love about the character is just tied to, like, the story of IG-88. Yeah. It's not necessarily anything because they, I love dystopian they do. And you don't even really get to get the full oomph of what they do because it is a novel. Mm -hmm. uh, IG-11 takes Murderbot and gives us what that actually looks like, you know? And so it's like, okay, if you didn't like them because they were an interesting concept of a character now here they are doing cool stuff right uh and so and then you know taika waititi which in my head canon all ig units exactly are listen man, 11 to 88 are taika waititi <laughs> i cannot wait for ig88 to show up in a new canon show or movie and it's just taika <laughs> just just straight up taika does yep. anyone have any honorable mentions they'd like to throw out there briefly uh before we wrap this up we didn't you did you do yours yet or no i'm gonna mine's gonna wrap it up but i wanted oh, okay, to, i wanted, to, I wanted okay, to you wanted up. to cut some um yeah. I, i'll quickly go with um one my honorable mention which is uh gazgano mm. who's the guy who finished second in the pod race yes ah. um, good one uh just mainly because you know he finished second right because, you know, Which for point, every Anakin, there left. has to be a Gazgano. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like Gazgano. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's okay. I came in second. Better than third. Michael, any honorable mentions for you? Yes, if you can pronounce it for me again. <laughs> Which one? Black. Um, oh, yes. Oh, Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay. I, and I've always been a fan of Wookiees. I mean, uh, but as you should be yeah and, and you know i was I, again i i was sitting there reading um things about it and like when you look back and see the history that uh i guess darth vader had hired both boba fett and you know him to hunt down people at the same time yeah you know, boba fett sent to hunt down uh han solo and he was sent to hunt down somebody else but so you know 
I feel like so at that like they don't really sort of give you that idea in um, the book of Boba Fett, but like so that you feel like they knew each other beforehand. Sure. And then when um, you know when the twins bring um, you know come and they present him as a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They basically give him to Boba Fett. Boba Fett lets him go. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. You know, he just. He rem- I, to me, he remembered that and like, you know, he could have, there's so many things he could have done. And so when Boba Fett went to him for help, there was that, um, I don't know, maybe it's late, my brain's gone. Um, so, it, it, you know, but he just, I, I was impressed that, you know, maybe he remembered what Boba Fett had done for him, what he could have yeah. done to him, but instead he, you know, he um, helps him fight and that's another one, man. Would you would you like to see what all he had been through and everything, mm-hmm. being that he was a gladiator at one point? And right. I think he reading like he was one of the only ones that actually volunteered or or killed mm-hmm. somebody else so he could get into the the gladiator ring. I mean, yeah, he he's so cool. brutal. Um, and yeah. I, I'm still not quite over like Clone Wars to live action is one thing. Comic book, comic book. Action. The fact that this character started out as in a comic book so cool and, looking. and exists now. Yeah. That's it, so awesome. It's yeah. incredible. Kersan is one of those ones where like I remember um I played a game, I don't know if any of you played it. There was a mobile game called Star Wars Force Collection, which was gone too soon. Um mm-hmm. it disappeared around um it shut down around a few months after the release of The Last Jedi. Um but mm-hmm. I remember they released um, a black Kersantan card in that game. And at the time, I was a more casual fan. So I'm like, I thought I knew Star Wars, but who the hell is this guy? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And then I looked, and I was like, oh, he's from the comics. And then I forgot about him until Chapter Book 2 Book of Boba Fett comes out. Yeah. I'm like, and, and then twins come out, and then Kersantan comes out, and I'm like, is that, that who I think it is? Yeah. Yes. Is that Kersantan being brought into live action? And lo and behold, it was. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, that's still one of the best, uh, mm. best punches they've, they've had. Um, I mean, I, I'll say it and piss people off. Like, but it, it hit me in that moment more than Luke showing up, more mm-hmm. than Cad Bane. Like, see, seeing, and, and it is all of that, like, where they came from i yeah, yeah luke yeah. showing up same okay. thing with Cobb for me yeah yeah it's like okay like considering where we were going it's an it it makes sense so therefore some of the the pizzazz i almost said spazazz and that sounds inappropriate some of the pizzazz was kind of like uh shelved for me mm-hmm. Black Crescent's out of nowhere uh, and and handled so well. There have been a few moments when watching Star Wars where one or both of us has physically like stood up watching and it was Black Crescent for both of us. We both like screamed in that moment because we had read the the comic book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got to go out and find some of these things because I haven't read those those comic books and it's like such an interesting character and Oh, for sure. So, also, and there, there's some... is, inspires one of my favorite lines in the book of Boba Fett. Love this mm-hmm. line, um, uh, which I actually wrote a question that has not been used in trivia. And if anybody finds this, 
This may or may not be used at some point. <laughs> uh, it's Boba talking to him, and he goes, uh, I forgot the, the, the beginning of the quote, but he goes, but these are not the death pits of Durr, and I am not a sleeping Trandoshan god. Yes. Right. Well, that that's a comic in one line. Yeah. That is, and, and I, I'm not saying this to compare it to bad, like, Star Wars dialogue or, like, oh, see, this is how it's done. But it's, like, in that moment, like, you know, the backstory you've talked about, Michael, they, they knew each other. Yeah. That, that line happens in a comic. Like, mm-hmm. that in and of itself draws on the, the foundations of this character. And it's, that is so good. So mm-hmm. good. Um, but, yeah, I, that's a, that is a great one. I'm glad you uh, kept him in, in the, the, the folds. Um, Boop, any yes. honorable mentions for you? Uh, let me stare at the shelf for a second. <laughs> uh, QT. QT, uh, yeah. yeah. If it, the Clone Wars gave us a wealth of fantastic arcs and beautiful episodes of television, but uh, what is the name of the Dang it! It's the the, the arc with D- all the droids. D squad. That's the one. the The D squad arc is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, if you if you're a lover of droids, uh, D squad. I am. Yes. D squad is fantastic. It's, I didn't. It's so good, man. Before like, we, I rewatched it on in a galaxy, I remember I'm like, yeah, it's okay. But then I rewatched. No, it, I'm like, no, this is some good stuff. It's good. Uh, it's a sunny day in the void is maybe one of the greatest episodes of Star Wars: The Clone Wars <laughs> that nobody recognizes. For sure, absolutely. Like that arc is full of amazing story moments. It, it's sadly and, lost to yeah. the filler category and uh, to yeah. some people's lists, unfortunately. Yeah, but you get some great droids in that, and you get the the cutest little pink droid ever, who is has a great story behind her, and I just. Love QTs. I want to see Whack again. Honestly, yes. Absolutely. Uh, any was, any uh, any more you, you droids just, we can get? Yes. You just you, you just give me Whack and Gascon. Um, <laughs> yes. In arguing constantly. My, yes. my my like like I just want to hear all of that. Um, right on the way, Corporal. That's Colonel. <laughs> I I loved oh all of the dynamic there. Uh, it's a good break because uh, it's it's good story, but it's also fun. And, and getting that in uh, later parts of the Clone Wars that were a little bit more intense was a nice little mm-hmm. little reprieve as well. Um, yeah. So uh, honorable mentions: uh, the Crimson Corsair, aka Sidon Athino, uh, from The Force Awakens. Yeah. One of the coolest helmets in Star Wars. Look it up, Crimson Corsair. They get a great story um, in an anthology book um, uh, about some of the background characters of The Force Awakens that also features a the return of one particular clone, the last clone even. Uh, so I won't spoil that because uh, they are an honorable mention. So, But yes, yeah. check it out. Uh, um, that one's mostly no. because they look cool. I, w- I will say um, this about Sidon Athano very quickly. Mm-hmm. Watch Resistance, people. That's true. That's right. Cyanathano appears in Resistance. Yes. Very minor role, but he sells. He's selling uh, B1 battle droids. And he looks mm. just as good cell shaded as he does in The Force Awakens. Yes. Um, everything look better. TK421 uh, from mm. A New Hope. Um, uh, 
TK421, not because of his broken communicator, but because he fell in love with one Moff Grant Harkin. Um, yeah. And I just, I love that. Uh, that is still again, the craziest anthology. thing to come out of that book. Like, Oh, for sure. And, and yet again, an anthology, an anthology story uh, from a certain point of view. Um, similarly from a certain point of view, TD-110. Uh, you know that stormtrooper that hits his head on, on the door? <laughs> yeah. He's got a story, and it's dang interesting. Um, General Merrick, Antoc Merrick, a.k.a. Mustache. the Blonde Bigs. Yes. So I've got a shout out. I've got to say, so I, 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 was, I made our thumbnail with some references to what ones I knew people would know and maybe m might think we would bring up on this. Uh, and General Merrick from Rogue One is one of them, Blue Leader. Um, and I was like, all right, I can't include him and not include his mustachioed counterpart, Biggs Darklighter. Uh, and, and lo and behold, I can't put Biggs Darklighter out into the universe without attracting it, one Alex Damon. It just, I don't know what it is. I think he knows. He knows. He just knows. Yes, his invisible Al mustache tingles. Yeah, Al Al Alex noticing that was great. I like. I thought he was noticing it for Ochi and his mask, but apparently he was noticing it for somebody. <laughs> named, um, if I if I'm, yes. if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, his name is um, Diggs Barklighter. I believe it was. <laughs> oh, shut up! I'm gonna dig something for you in a minute. It's a great. Uh, I'm kidding. No, uh, and, and here's the thing. I love Biggs, too, uh, especially in the deleted scene, because that's just a much better look. Uh, the, the whole oh, half absolutely. cape and everything. Like, that's oh. how I would dress if I was in Star Wars. Oh, perfect. Mustache and all. He's all um, right. No, I'm joking. I, I really love <laughs> Biggs in that scene. Um, again, another one of the classic uh, background characters there. Uh, and yes, I did make a list. Okay, uh, I know. know. It's my show. Bear with me. Uh, it's our show. Uh, Sweet Choi. Does anybody know Sweet Choi? I do, yeah. I'm very vaguely <laughs> uh, Jedi in Legends, right? Uh, sort of. So what's interesting about him is in Legends, but he is canon because he does get two frames of uh, uh, a moment in Revenge oh, of the Oh, he Sith. is in Alina. I was yeah. like, I, I, I looked him up, he's in Alina. I'm like, the first thing that popped into my head when he said Sweet Choi was I'm yep. like, wait, is he an Alina? He's he's one of the he actually uses the Alina model from the pod racer in episode one, and they just slapped a like robe on him for again one very brief scene in the background, literally of uh, Revenge of the Sith on on uh, Kashyyyk. That's all he gets. But in comics, uh, he got some great uh, Order sixty six stuff, uh, and so uh, uh, and. Um, uh, last one, last honorable mention. Almost made the cut, but not quite, just because there wasn't enough backstory to work with. Uh, and that is Coleman Trevor. Ah, uh, yeah. the legend himself. Yes, the Verk Jedi who, he's the one that jumps up on the, the uh, I wanted to say patio, on the balcony and tries yes, to attack Count Dooku and gets shot down by Jango Fett. Good for him. He just looks cool. He looks like a dinosaur, uh, man. I love a dinosaur. I will say this, um, speaking of Verks, speaking of mm -hmm. Verks, if you ever want a weird w Wikipedia dive, check out the Verk Senator. Um, his name is Swate Conquerkill, <laughs> uh, which is maybe one of the greatest Star Wars names of all time. Agreed. Um, and, and, and they share the same CGI model because they all look alike. Um, wow. 
that pop that that's not that's the art department on that one. Don't don't have me. It's not racist. It's the art department. Uh, so honorable mentions. Um, the the one I ended up going with. Uh, it was tied pretty closely with Coleman Trevor, uh, and what won it out is the one who had the most interesting story to tell uh, for being a background character. So Coleman Trevor, really, you, you get everything in that one scene. He's a Jedi, and he's bold. That's it. Um, my number one is Sora Bulk, uh, oh, who is, again, a Jedi, background in uh, Attack of the Clones in the arena scene. He is a weak way Jedi, so uh, yeah, the likes of Hondo and such. Um, in Legends, uh, he went on to be a dark acolyte for Count Dooku, Turn to the yep. dark side. Uh, he was a user of the pod, uh, which uh, is Mace Windu's like signature uh, style of fighting that like borders dark side energy, uh, basically letting him go further than most Jedi would in combat. And basically, uh, uh, Sora soared too close to the sun and went full dark. He went all the way over and did some uh, horrible things. He was in some of my favorite. Uh, arcs of the Dark Horse Clone Wars comics, uh, fighting the likes of Kukruk. He is the reason Opo Rancisis died in comics, um, in Legends. Good. Um, and I'm ultimately, settling. another fan favorite background character, Quinlan Voss, was the one to put him down. Um, so he's just interesting. He's just really cool. He does. He is technically canon, not only because of Attack of the Clones. He shows up in the Clone Wars as well, uh, in the background. And so he's he is a background. He character. is a a definitive background character, um, but he's yeah. got such cool legend stories that I, I I always point people to the Dark Horse Clone Wars comics. They might be legends, but they are such good reads now. Um, still good stories, great art, uh, and, and a lot of uh, interesting uh, takes on Star Wars. So yeah, that's so it. There you go. That, I, we I, did it, guys. I we would, all. I would have gone with Kakruk, but uh, I've already used that card on the Jedi. Listen, if yeah, I was gonna say I saw Kakruk in the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, I thought when you said Sora, yeah, I well, I thought when you said when you were gonna say Sora, I thought you were gonna say uh, Kakruk. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, who's who's fantastic, by the way, in Legacy, which is which is great. It's maybe some Absolutely. of the best Star Wars comic work of all time. Yes, um, with one of the greatest of the Sith. Dark yes. Great big hat. Yes. Uh, Praise our Lord and Savior, Ashrad Head. Yes. I was about to say. Like, he, it, he keeps making it into the episodes. Jared's yep, not even he does. I love it. Um, no, I'm yeah. a big Crate fan. I'm a big Crate and Ashrad fan. Yeah. Oh, as you should be. Uh, a great example of the Sith. Um, so, yeah. So, that is our uh favorite background characters clearly there's more uh we could have and may again at one point venture to, to discuss but for now this is what you get uh be sure uh if you listen to this after the fact um or watch this uh to let us know your favorites uh it can be in a ranked order or it can be in just you know following your heart who knows but um join the conversation we'd greatly appreciate it that's part of why we do what we do is we like the conversations it starts. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody's favorite is is interesting to kind of dive into, you know, because um, no matter what we like about Star Wars, there's always people that like something uh, very uniquely. And I, I think that's what's uh, what's so beautiful about the fandom, mm -hmm. uh, the better parts of it, at least. So um, as mentioned, 
Michael uh, with uh, Soren with the Disney Dog. Be sure to uh, check them out. Eli uh, from In a Galaxy uh, with uh, his lovely co-host Jacob as well. We um, prefer Jacob. He, he, we put him to bed early, tucked him in, gave him his warm milk and everything. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he, he's he's taking off uh, for tonight. But no, we're we we just um, we're gonna re be recording tomorrow. We just recorded um, the latest episode of Epic Confrontations um, yeah. a few days ago, which I think is maybe one of the best ones yet. Um, we got the crew um, from Pink Milk um, talking Star Wars clearly on to do Star Wars trivia, and that was definitely an event it was so <laughs> oh much i'm fun. sure I can't wait i'm sure honestly um, man if you get some bird facts in there or like care bear facts i will happily be on your trivia show <laughs> but i just don't know about well, star wars appar apparently there are star wars cardinals so there is hope for you yeah yet. epic confrontation <laughs> yeah. bird facts. versus spencer boop versus versus uh spooner Yes, versus Spooner. powder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes, uh, uh, the epic confrontations get more epic with every episode and inclusion. So, uh, and obviously with the folks from Pink Milk, uh, you're bound to have a great time. So, uh, everyone, be sure to check out In a Galaxy uh, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and just thanks, guys, for for joining us for this one for another uh, fun conversation. Uh, it. it Again, I, I'm always intrigued by what people like and why, uh, which is a big heart of uh, these kinds of episodes. Yes. Um, because we can always pick main characters and talk at length about them. But, you know, I think more is to be said about uh, uh, what we like uh, when it comes to characters that are lesser known. Mm -hmm. And so good stuff all around. No repeats this time. We made it a clean round. Yeah. Huzzah, we all thought for ourselves for once. Eh. <laughs> it's fun sometimes. I was just going to say every single background droid that's a gonk droid, just every single one. Um, we are back next week uh, with more Star Wars, yes. uh, with Star Wars and chill. Um, it's exactly. next week's my birthday week. Um, I'm not one of those people that celebrates all week, but it's bound to be a week of stressing about getting uh, a little bit older. And so we're going to be taking it easy next week um, and, and hanging out with your submitted Star Wars questions. So um, as you think of uh, things, if there's things you want to know um, or things you just want to trouble our little brains about uh, mm -hmm. Star Wars related, you can add us on Twitter. You can find the link to our Discord and, and message us there. Serious and goofy. Ser goofy and serious. As the only stipulation is it's got to be Star Wars. But yes. uh, give us your, your questions and they'll be included next week in a... Uh, chill and casual episode that uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, other than that, be sure to check out our guests. All the other information in the description. Yes. Can you think of anything else? Because you are the brains of this operation. Oh, we're screwed then. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, stay scruffy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.